What's good, y'all? Welcome to another episode of the Slim Cogcast. It is I, Slim Cognito, and first things first, I want to touch on. I'm gonna be real with y'all. The news kind of light this week, cause I ain't even like I'm, I'm looking around for something important, but it ain't that much important. It's just some things that's a little worrying, some stuff that's got you a little cautious, but maybe excited, and yeah, just some slight corrections. But, hey, we're we, we just going to ride it out. We're just going to see what's going to happen. So, anyway, first things first, you know how we always do around here. What I've been playing this past week. And this past week, man, we have finally beaten over on the stream. If you go check it out at Twitch. Um, what was it? Resident, Resident Evil, the original Resident Evil 2. And we one day we decided to play a game called Hue. Now, for the Resident Evil 2 playthrough, we went through a Leon A, Claire B playthrough. We have not played Leon B, Claire A yet. Um, I'm tempted to say that uh, we will, because honestly, I really do want to. <laughs> so, we'll um, probably get around to that. But for right now, since we've beaten Resident Evil 2 original, we have gone over to the remake. And I'm playing the remake for the first time and i'm enjoying myself it's tricking me it's fooling me it's making me look dumb it's throwing stuff that i don't expect like it's good it's grand and it's amazing so i i just i just can't get enough the fact that mr x has footsteps that just boom boom thunderously on the other side of a wall so you know where he is, especially because of the 3D binaural audio. Like, it's amazing, and I love it. And I'm there doing what I can to make sure that he doesn't smack me. And I'm having a blast, bro. I'm, I, I can't even, I can't, I can't get enough, I can't say enough. It's just good, it's, I'm, I'm slowly becoming convinced that it might be the best Resident Evil man ever made. This remake did justice thus far, but I haven't played Claire's playthrough, so I don't know. But the bits that I've seen in Leon's story right now, I don't want to spoil it for those who haven't played it. It is a two-year game, but I understand these days it takes us a lot longer to get around and stuff, and this game's price hasn't really dropped that much, especially for PC. Maybe so for consoles, so you might want to check your PS4 copy. But man, this game has added things and added more things and I don't mind those things being added. They've changed things and I don't mind those changes. And it's astounding. I I, I feel like I want to play it again. I, I want to play Leon's campaign again. I'm anxious. I want to play it now. But we're going to save it for the stream. So y'all be there Tuesday. We'll start Claire's run um, for the evening part of the stream. That being said, yo. Another thing that I've been playing this week uh, that I mentioned already was Hue, and it was a little indie game that was like all about colors and using them to blend in with, use objects to blend in with the background and make them intangible. And it's amazing. I've been blown away at every facet. And I, and, it, and it's a simple little quaint game too, but it, it kept blowing me away. So it's like, if you enjoy a good, puzzle platformer game then uh i say dive right in y'all know i do like some puzzles and i do kill that shit if you honestly go look at that vod i killed that shit like 
and and some of this shit became real complex. The only puzzle that really had me stumped, I'd say, were like the 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 last couple puzzles, maybe the last two, because the 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 one the most the, the the hardest one in particular, I'd say, was the one where the two platforms with paint sprayers were going back and forward but crossing each other's paths, and you had to push a box under them of a different color of both those colors without letting the paint hit the box so that it, it may become independent of the other colors and etc etc it's a lot to explain but it's a great game and honestly not too complicated and pretty simple and complex the hardest parts of it came along at the end and uh like a game should you know to increase its difficulty as it goes on and it curves up rather than spikes up but it did kind of spike. Um, but yeah, great game design. All in all, it's a whole game. And I'd say it's worth whatever price that it is. It shouldn't be no more than maybe 10 bucks, as far as I could tell. I don't know what the original price is. I, I'm, I'm just spitballing here. But um, it shouldn't, it's, it's, it's worth a solid 20 if it was 20 on release. I might as well check right now while I'm at it. Oh, it's actually three bucks. Original price was 15. So yeah, that's a fair price for it. And it's worth it. I say it's worth it. So go ahead and check that out if you haven't played it. Uh, it's three bucks on Steam. And uh, I got it free from uh, Epic Game Store. So try it out. But yeah, uh, my biggest recommendation this week, though, would have to be Resident Evil 2 Remake if you haven't played it yet. Oh my God, it's so good. It's so good. It's so good. It's so good. It actually got me. Like, even at the heartstrings at certain points, and I don't want to spoil, but y'all, if you don't want to play it, then just watch the vibe. If you don't want to watch the vibe, then go play it. I don't know what to tell you. But, um, let's see. What else have I been playing this week, actually? I forgot. For some reason, this week was fast, but also long. I, t I made an attempt to play Super People, the new Battle Royale. I don't get it. It just ran like trash, and it told me that I needed to have an SSD to run the game proper. I ain't with this shit. I'm not finna install it on my SSD. We don't have that type of capacity and it's strictly made for the OS and certain choice software. So no, but um, maybe later in the future, we'll see. But otherwise the, the fucker wouldn't even boot for me and I'm done with it. <laughs> so yeah. And all in all, bro, I'm just hyped to go and see the Spider-Man movie. I'm gonna make some moves to do so. Hopefully these plans come to fruition. And I hope y'all went out to see it too. Because apparently it made $250 million at the box office. Everybody's hyped for it. It's great. I can't wait to be a part. That being said, I think my expectations will be met if not exceeded. Now. Oh, shit. You know what? I did this out of order. I was supposed to talk about what I've been watching this week. Mm, oh, well. Might as well. Um, so yeah, we still catching up on the, uh, Kimetsu no Yaba, aka, or Yaiba, excuse me, I say Yaba, um, aka Demon Slayer, and, um, still good, still fun to watch, and, uh, kinda ready for my hero to come back, honestly, but, um, and still waiting on the next episodes of JoJo, that's pretty much my, my, my biggest phase right now, and also... We had a little watch party. 
And this week's watch party was a little something called Training Day, where Training Day literally is an amazing, cinematically, it is fiction to a point, almost laughable to a point, but that's only when you dig like at least two surfaces deep. But Training Day is a cinematic masterpiece. The things they did with that movie, the framing of the characters as they were making their changes and decisions, the reasoning behind the script and the characters' motivations of each individual person is astounding and always in a course, the performance of Denzel Washington. And I give credit to uh, the supporting actor that played Jake as well because he really sold that ignorant but big-hearted uh, guy for justice thing very well and i appreciate it it really added it to the overall story made his character incredibly believable even down to the point where it was super reasonable for him to hit dre with that right hook it it made so much sense all the way through all the way through and you want to know what I love it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. These are the type of characters that I expect to see in my cinema. And if you haven't watched a movie like this, then you need to go watch it because it's actually amazing. This is how you really write cinema to me. And this is this is one of the quintessential movies that any movie buff should watch. Any movie buff. So yeah, Training Day, amazing movie, and would highly recommend it to anybody who likes a good movie. Like you really like good cinema, watch it. Now, um, on to the next thing, I guess. Uh, well, before we do, I guess I should share my take on the movie, cause I, I see a lot of people have different opinions on it. But um, in my humble opinion, I believe that whole movie was a lesson about doing good and good follows you while if you do dirty you will get what you deserve plain and simple i don't have to say more than that if you need more context on that or more explanation then i don't know what to tell you you'll get it when you get older and if you need me to elaborate then pop up in the stream and i'll gladly let you know anywho's let's get on into the news and we'll make this a short one today because it ain't much news and honestly We've been at it this week, and I'm just grinding it down. And to be, I'm gonna be even more honest with y'all. I want to see if I can go and catch this ticket for the Spider-Man today. So we're gonna get this cracking. Plus, I was up late and I slept late, but my health is paramount, and I'm starting to value that. So yeah, um, I gotta get this out, even though I feel great and I'm I actually rested. You can hear it in my voice. I'm I'm trying not to be, you know, I'm trying I'm I'm keeping the grind up, but I don't wanna like, you know, suffer too much for the art. You know what I mean? I, I gotta work a little smarter and be more um disciplined. I'm trying to do things better and get my priorities in order for you guys. So yeah. Now, first things on the docket. The Splinter Cell remake begins development in Ubisoft Toronto. The Splinter Cell remake has been announced and we've seen it uh in uh, previous shows, especially, I think they uh, said something about it during the Game Awards. And uh, Ubisoft is uh, making sure this comes to fruition. The same engine being used to develop Avatar Frontiers of Pandora, which it was the James Cameron Avatar, and not um, 
Nickelodeon's Avatar, as well as Ubisoft's upcoming Star Wars game is the same um, engine they're going to be using for this upcoming Splinter Cell remake. Now, likely they will make it better. I'm not sure, but honestly, me personally, I haven't played. I think I've played the first Splinter Cell. I can't recall, but I don't recall it being memorable. Because after you play Metal Gear, every other stealth game feels pale in comparison. Like, you you can't top it. But there was a charm to Splinter Cell, and I'd like to see them magnify that charm with this remake. So we'll have to see. Can't wait. And it's going to take more than just graphics. Alright. Next thing over on NoviceGamerGuides.com. Sony files a new trademark for the Order 1886. This right here is uh, just stating the fact that they're keeping the trademark under wraps and uh, ready at dawn with the original developers for one of the most disastrous releases but of one of the most beautifully, graphically beautiful games I've seen on PlayStation 4 hardware. So what they were capable of is astounding and I'd love to see more things possible. Matter of fact, the Order 1886 was a It was a definitive example of how capable graphical fidelity was on the PS4, even with the slight hardware limitations. But you can draw a direct line from the Order 1886 to what we have now on the PS5, but it was easier to make on the dev side. However, when, when it comes to the uh, the tools they have for the PS5 is what I mean. It's easier for them. However, the game did not have enough playtime, content, and experience to be a to feel like a full release for a lot of people. For and this is me explaining for those who don't remember the launch of the Order 1886. But it was promised to be one of the biggest biggest first party titles for Sony at the time, and. Um, It'll be interesting to see a solid sequel, you know? There's a plenty of games that were terrible on the first time around, and then the sequel just made some of the best shit ever, so we'll just have to see. Now, next thing on the docket, PCGamer.com. Tencent is growing ever more powerful, and they've just bought Back for Blood developer Total Rock Studios. And they're keep doing it. They just they're they've they've moved from mobile and they've fully moved into the console and PC realm. So let's see what they do with the heavyweight game development. We'll just have to see. Other than that, they have acquired them and they have their first AAA franchise. It's crazy, honestly. But with the way Activision Blizzard's going, man, somebody's gonna have to swoop in and fix things. Like it's, it's, it's getting incredibly crazy. But sometimes, you know, when bad things happen, better things are, coming into fruition because you have to make room for these things and that's just how it happens some things things can't end unless it ends ugly some things end gracefully but the fact that it ends gracefully oftentimes is the blessing and lastly on the docket i told y'all the news was dry this week y'all time magazine which i really don't care much about actually did a good thing and they said that their game of the year of 2021 is metroid dread which surprises me but that's dope and now everybody should be able to see a rightful owner of the top it, it's and and the list of games that they have here are like 
like these are hand picked and uniquely curated and the over the over marketed oversaturated and overseen games are not at the top five at all the 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 most marketed games that you would think would be game of the year just because of the more people that play the game to go out and vote for it so they 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 have a time magazine act what i'm saying here time magazine actually has a more fair and accurate representation and curation of a top 10 games of 2021 and that is mind-blowing compared to a place literally called the game awards but you know these things are dependent upon the type of people that would really rise up and care enough to vote so it makes sense now i might as well uh give you a quick rundown of these uh top 10 games where the top 10 number 10 on time magazine's uh, game of the year games of the year was it takes two which makes sense and is very better better much better position for it to be maybe if, if it would be like seven at the most but ten understandable you know what i mean nine was sable which was an open world explorable game uh mechanics sort of like breath of the wild a uh, stress-free story death loop was number eight understandable it's new everybody's not gonna take to it but it still was a visual beauty and a unique concept of gameplay that we've never seen before it deserves to be up there in the top 10 at least to have as much prestige as the other shooters on the market though is not to be expected so yes it being here at eight makes sense halo infinite at seven because yes it's a solid title and everybody still loves halo and everybody is in this I guess you could say this fever craze of Halo right now because they've been starved for a solid Halo for about a decade or more. And it's understandable. And I'm not mad about that. Me personally, I feel like the gameplay styles, designs, and game modes of Halo Infinite are outdated as fuck. And I do I am not after years of playing shooters where losing is the team's fault and everyone needs to tighten up and do better or have better tactics or choose their moments better or have good judgment in combat where there all of that is gone out of the window when you go back to play halo because you could just lose to cheap deaths and maybe somebody spawn next to the power weapon or maybe you just get caught in a crossfire because somebody spawned right behind you after you spawned and walked out of that spawn point it's a lot of 2006 as game design that i am completely over when it comes to shooters that's just me though all right i just prefer way more than that and this is something i never thought i'd say but it's something that battle royales can offer that class and first person shooters just cannot so all the bros from back in the day that was crazy about their xbox i gotta be honest with y'all I feel like this game was only hyped up to the level, this franchise was only hyped up to that level, not only because it was good as a shooter at the time and it was revolutionary, but also because there was no other shooter that could compete with it in first person, first person shooter that could compete with it on that console. So if you only had an Xbox, your best shooter choice was Halo. If you only had an Xbox, your best third person shooter choice was Gears of War. And anything else that was in that lane did not survive and that's all it had and that's the only those are the two franchises shooters that kept the xbox alive all together even call of duty pilled in comparison when it came to the xbox's numbers and sales and players on um when it came to hell up 
So I, I, I just, you know, I got to say what it is, you know, just to be fair. Returnal was number six. I have not played it, but it looks amazing. And I really do want to get my hands on it soon enough. Hitman 3, number five, which makes sense. Hitman, IO has been knocking out the park with all the Hitman games. And the third one seemed to be the, uh, the ultimate one after all they learned from the first two. So, yeah. Chicory, A Colorful Tale, which is supposed to be some type of a game that's supposed to be simple, but also accessible for a lot of people. And it's understandable that it could be there. It being that high kind of bothersome, but it's understandable. Forza Horizon 5. It seems a lot of people is enjoying it, and it looks beautiful, and it caters to the people who are of the Forza fan base. And I guess they're having fun with it. I haven't seen many complaints. So, kudos to them. Cool. Inscription at number two. I've seen a lot of love for this game. A lot of love. And it seems to be very good for those who are into that type of aesthetic and type of uh, tabletop gameplay. Yeah, looks good. Fitting. And of course, we've already told you what number one is being Metroid Dread, which is well deserved. So yeah, this is a better curated top 10 that I've seen from official sources. And it's astounding me. And I can't believe it, but that's the world we live in. That's what we got right now. But anywho's, I'm not gonna hold y'all. We 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 just gonna get this thing summed up. I'm gonna go ahead and let you know what we got planned for the coming week. Um, I'm feeling like I'm gonna introduce y'all to a certain game starting Tuesday at the top of the stream that uh, you're not gonna be ready for, and it's just gonna completely come out of left field. I'm just gonna start playing it. That being said, at the bottom of the stream, after our lunch break, we will continue with our Claire story in the Resident Evil 2 remake. It's been perfect and amazing thus far, and I can't wait to play more. So, y'all be there. Enjoy yourselves, and uh, enjoy you, the rest of your week, I guess. Um, I don't know what else to say. I'm finna go, because there's noise in the background, and I don't want it to get picked up on the mic. So, we finna clip it right here. Can't wait to see y'all. Don't forget that all of these articles, as usual, are in the description if you want to go and take a read for yourself. And always remember the channel motto. Intentions are the most important. Action ain't nothing but loud and words don't mean the damn thing. Y'all take care of yourselves. Peace.